Georgia Southern Eagles quarterback Davis Brin is on Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Dave Schultz with you. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to grow uh, the channel. It continues to grow by leaps and bounds. Had another, I think, an individual record day for the audio portion of it yesterday. Thanks to the, the guys from Thundercast again, again for coming on, Katie uh, and Russ, and they do a great job. All right, special guest today, we got the Georgia Southern quarterback, uh, Davis Brin, transfer from Tulsa in his final year of eligibility. Uh, and we talk a whole bunch of subjects. We talk about what the transfer portal is like. Why Georgia Southern? How long does it take to learn a new offense? I do bring up the Wisconsin game because I'm just trying to figure out what it's like to not throw one or two interceptions. He had five plus the fumble. And then you turn it around and, you know, he's rebounded very nicely, uh, having thrown seven touchdowns with no interceptions. Also, Georgia Southern, you know, had that problem last year. We've talked about it a lot, you know, winning or losing the same game twice. Uh, and this year they haven't done that, at least not yet when they lose to Wisconsin and then go beat Ball State on the road. So let's get to it. He is the quarterback of the Georgia Southern Eagles. He is Davis Brin on Lockdown Sunbelt. Dave Schultz on another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Oh, thrilled to have our next guest on. He is the quarterback of the Georgia Southern Eagles. He is Davis Brin. Davis, let's back this up uh, and let's talk about how you actually got to Georgia Southern. You were at Tulsa. Tell people if they don't know, we probably have an idea what it's like, but what's it like once you put your name in a transfer portal? You know, all I know is that, you know, like in medical school, you get matched up with your residency. Uh, how, how does it work in the transfer portal? Yeah, first off, just thanks for having me on, Dave. Um, but yeah, being in the transfer portal, it's it's a wild ride. Uh, it's a little bit different from uh, recruiting the first time around in high school, kind of more um, focused on what your priorities are to, to find your your new home and stuff. And, and especially for me, just having one year left, I uh, wanted to find a place where I uh, go win a lot of football, football games, had really good opportunities with a really good staff and, and a really good team. And uh, so just just go out kind of, you know, with the, with the best year that I could have. Um, but yeah, I mean, your your name, as soon as it's in the portal, a lot of guys are, are firing messages over over Twitter and stuff like that. And so you, you got to um, sort out a little bit who, uh, who you're interested in and who, who you feel is really interested in you as well and just kind of see where you stand with each other and uh, go from there. So I won't ask specifics outside of Georgia Southern, but so how many people reached out? Are we talking like a half um, a dozen? Are we talking like like 50 teams reached out? Who, how many teams reached out? I, I, I don't know the exact number. It was a lot. Um, yeah, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of just start to narrow down during, during the process. Um, you know, who your top schools are and uh, just get down to your priorities with them. All right. So how do you pick a, a Georgia Southern? You know, is it because of Clay Helton you, or, you know, I mean, you're going from Tulsa, which is not the biggest of all cities, but it's a good sized city where Statesboro is, you know, that is a stereotypical small college town. How, how do you, how did you choose Georgia Southern? Yeah. So I, I think the most important thing for, for me was to, to be in, a system where I could have a, a really good year and that starts with the coaches and the culture. And so being able to find um, a coaching staff with, with coach Helton um, 
you know, it's it's been great. I could tell right away taking a visit that the the culture um, there's an extremely high standard here, and so that meant a lot to me as as well. And so I thought it was a really good opportunity uh, for me to to go in and and you know have a big year. Did you know anything about Georgia Southern uh, before before you got there? Not a whole lot, not a whole lot. But I have really enjoyed Statesboro as a town, different from Tulsa as, as a smaller college town vibe. But there's a ton of support here for the university, and that means a lot too. I mean, because you are your age and I'm my age, you know, that that they have the original Adrian Peterson is out of Georgia Southern. That's the guy, you know, we're talking over, you know, about 25 years ago. Uh, he was the first Adrian Peterson, you know, had a little bit of a career in the NFL playing for the Bears. Is that how, how have you ingrained yourself in, into the Georgia Southern culture? Yeah, there's a lot of great traditions here. Um, I mean, a, AP's around all the time. Um, we're, we're oh, really? Here. He, he is. Yeah, it's good to to be able to meet him and, and Tracy Ham, uh, both both legends here at Georgia Southern. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really been been great and being blessed part of, be a part of this team. We're talking to Davis Brin, quarterback for the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, they are four and one on the season. How long does it take to learn a new offense? Uh, I think you know as as much time you put into it uh, is how is how fast you're going to pick it up. And so as soon as I got here, um, I definitely uh, hit the hit the playbook really hard. Um, you know, there's still some intricacies of, of the offense that you're still learning uh, week, week by week. Uh, but, you know, the, the um, you know, the main part of the offense you're, you're picking up, I think, I think pretty quick the, the way I study and apply myself uh, to it. So just, you know, getting more comfortable and, and getting more reps is definitely going to help you uh, really get a down pat. Uh, so I would just say, you know, a couple, couple weeks, couple maybe a month to, to get really the, the meat of it all and then, uh, going out to to rep it uh, throughout the spring and everything to get get it down perfect. All right, so then let's take that step by step. What was it like when you entered spring? What was it like when you finished the spring? And where were you when you entered fall camp? In terms yeah, of yeah. you knowing the offense, right? Well, so so a lot of concepts are going to be similar over you know similar offenses. So um, knowing the conf- uh, the the concepts, uh, but just knowing the terminology for them um, and stuff and, and signals and all all that stuff. Um, so going, going through the spring, uh, really just having to, to learn new words for concepts and a few, few new concepts as well. Um, but, you know, I, I really enjoyed going through that process um, of, of, you know, picking up a new offense. Do you go home and practice? Because I, I mean, you know, I, I say the name of the radio station. We're doing it. We're doing the show here, uh, not at my home studio, but at 103.3 The Goat. So I had to write it down because my mobile station was, you know, 105.5 WNSP. And if I didn't write it down, I was saying the wrong station. So how long, you know, and I, I said it wrong a couple of times when I first got here, I got to have it here. So, you know, just making sure I say it right. You know, do you go home and practice that? How long, you know, how much time do you spend, you know, just, all right, here's the 20 plays or 25 plays that we're going to run. I need to practice how, how I'm saying it. So everyone knows what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Going home and practicing it all the, all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, going reviewing through, uh, you know, scripts and of, of plays and stuff that we have uh, for each practice and uh, just going over concepts and and uh, trying to see in my mind visually um, what the plays are going to be and kind of trying to execute them in my mind as well. Uh, but spending a lot of time uh, that especially, you know, through the spring and then once we get into the season, uh, kind of dedicate more of that time to game plan and, and watching film on your opponent and stuff like that. He's Davis Brin. He's the quarterback of the Georgia Southern Eagles. He's on lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, so when you got there, what were your expectations uh, for the team? Because, I mean, the East is – I mean, I didn't think it was quite as loaded as it it was last year, but it is 
it is loaded, right? Marshall is undefeated. JMU was picked to win it. Uh, App State was picked to finish second. Georgia Southern, uh, you know, didn't had a little bump in the road. And we'll talk about that because you guys did not do the same mistake that they did last year. Uh, and so what were your expectations, you personally coming into the season for the team? Yeah, I, I had really high expectations for this team. I know just the culture, like I said before, the, that is set in, in this program is, is a really high standard. And, uh, you know, I, I knew there's a lot of great talent here as well. And I could see that throughout the spring, just going to compete against the defense and, and be able to, uh, to go use the weapons that we have on offense uh, has, has been awesome. Uh, so I, I had some high, high expectations uh, coming from uh, another competitive conference. I knew this was going to be a very competitive conference as well. All right, so let's talk about uh, that Wisconsin game. So we'll we'll get the bad out, uh, okay, because that was a game that you guys, you know, I don't know about should have won. Wisconsin's pretty good in their Big Ten, obviously, but you could have won, but you threw a couple too many interceptions and had, had a fumble. So instead of just giving me the whole, you just got to put it behind you, because that's easy to do or easier to do, you know, with a one or two interception ball game, and those things happen. And you did have some tip passes as well. So I understand that, you know, there were some other factors on how, on how what is happening on the field but as a quarterback how are you handling that in, in real time when it seemed like every time you went out there it got picked off again uh how, how do you handle that mentally uh, as a competitor and as a veteran yeah it's it's not easy it's, it's a difficult thing to do but um i think for me my mindset was that I, I couldn't let it take away from my confidence um and had to go back out there and, and execute and uh you know, it's it's just it's it's a tough tough day sometimes, but um, you know, at the end of the day, you're going back out there, and, and you know, you got to go do your best to execute, and you just can't let that take away from your confidence and and stay aggressive. All right, so then let's go the opposite way, right? What we we've done, and we meaning you uh, have done really well since, right? I mean, you look at the touchdown and interception numbers. The thing is, you know, like 80% of the interception numbers are in one game. You've only thrown two other than, than the Wisconsin game. Uh, and uh, it's been all touchdowns since. All right, again, knock on wood. Uh, not that I'm <laughs> not, not that I'm, uh, I'm superstitious. But uh, so what's it like when things are going well, you know, and, and it seems like everything's going right because it really has the last couple of ball games. Yeah, I mean, you know, Keep keeping the same mentality to be confident and, and to stay aggressive uh, in the game and, you know, preparing just, you know, preparing like I never have before, really. Um, you know, I think my preparation has been great throughout the whole season, but just to, to keep on that um, solid preparation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just going out there and having the mentality to execute and see the, the field uh, clearly and uh, having that, you know, a little bit extra mentality to take care of the ball as well, I think this has helped a lot. And so we're going to uh, hopefully continue to do that to the best of our ability. All right, let's take a time out. When we come back, we talked to Davis Brin about Georgia Southern not losing the same game twice and wait to hear how many completions he has compared to everybody else's attempts. It's amazing. And we talk about those uh, statistics. Let me tell you about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your ride, your number one ride or die, 
you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easier to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right, let's head back to uh, Davis Brin. It's Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We continue our conversation with the quarterback of the Georgia Southern Eagles, Davis Brin, about not losing the same game twice, bouncing back from Wisconsin and taking on Ball State. And he has more, he has more attempts. I'm sorry, he's got more completions than I believe 11 out of the 14 teams have attempts. It is amazing. He is Davis Brin of the Georgia Southern Eagles. Talking to Davis Brin, Georgia Southern uh, quarterback. Uh, we'll go on Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll go over those stats here in a second because I, I noticed them looking them up uh, for somebody else and how impressive uh, they are. So one of the issues that Georgia Southern had, and you hear this a lot in college, you know, don't lose the same game twice. And last year, they, they at least lost the same game twice. They had a big lead over South Alabama. They didn't recover. They lost that ball game. And then I think they were coming over here to play the Raging Cajuns on a short week. And, you know, just from a guy watching it on TV, they look disinterested. How did you guys as a team bounce back from Wisconsin loss and going into Ball State? Uh, because that was a thing. I mean, you guys handily took care of that and you followed it up with a nice win. Uh, hosting Coastal Carolina in front of a record-setting crowd at Paulson. Was there ever mention of that? You know, I know guys, don't, you know, coaches don't like to look back, but that what it appeared to me at least it was a thing. We 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 blew a big lead, and we kind of carried that over on a short week. And this year, you didn't. You went out on the road. Any win, I don't care the level of play. Any win on the road in college football is a nice win, and you guys, hand, uh, you know, handily took care of Ball State. Yeah, I think, you know, that, that was a learning experience for us as a team, and so we – uh, you know, watched the film and, and broke it down and was was honest with each other. And we, you know, look, you know, wanted to move on from that and uh, go out and execute and, and be confident and aggressive in, in the next game going forward. And so we did that. All right. So uh, one of the things, you know, I, I, you know, talking about that South Alabama game, you know, they just uh, last year, they did a good job. The Jaguars did of running the football at the end. So that's got to be a lot of fun for them. But at the same time, I noticed your statistics. I don't know if you even know this. You have more completions than like 11 of the 14 quarterbacks have attempts. There's only like three teams that have, well, I think one has uh, the same amount and two more have like like six more attempts than you do. Are, are you like a pitcher? Are you icing your arm down after a game with all the passes that you have thrown? Like, like 103, you've had 103 completions and they've only had that many attempts. What's the, what's your arm feel like when you're waking up on Sunday morning? Uh, yeah, you know, some some days it's more sore than others, but uh, I try to keep a good <laughs> arm, arm care routine and uh, really take care of it. Um, you know, ice it down and stuff, and do some some pre throw and post throw exercises uh, that I've learned over the years. And so, uh, you know, that's a prior, priority of mine to uh, take care of myself and, and my arm. Um, but you know, kind of kind of play the game like a point guard and to distribute it to. Uh, the weapons out there because um, we got a, a lot of them and they're, they're talented. And so I want to get the ball out of my hands to their hands as quick as possible. Yeah. So just to make sure people understand, Davis has completed 173 passes. Coastal Carolina has attempted 173 passes. App State has attempted 175 passes. 
Troy is below him, attempting 170 passes. Only Southern Miss has attempted 181 passes. Forget about their completions. Davis is completing more than everybody has uh, attempted. Do you ever do you ever tell do you ever tell Coach Helton? You know, my arm needs a rest. We're handing this we're handing this sucker off. <laughs> now, when when you know I'm taking care of my arm and stuff, it, it's feeling good. But uh, you know, we want to take what the defense gives us, and you know what, what we have called against what their defense has given us. A lot of times, we can you know try and pick them apart. Do you have? Do you, can you check at the line? Uh, you know, presuming that they see what what uh, you know the call is at second and six, and they're like, "All right, well, the the defense is ready for this play." Instead of calling a timeout, do you have the ability to check out of a pass or into a run or vice versa? Yeah, I think this is a, a quarterback friendly system. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it definitely is. So I, I do have that uh, ability uh, when I see it. All right, one more timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation with Davis Brin. What did head coach Clay Hilton tell him about the Sun Belt? And, you know, is he a football junkie? Does he get away from it? What's he going to do on the weekend off that Georgia Southern has this weekend? But it is, I did want to, again, continue to thank you so much for continuing to have the uh, channel grow. I hopefully we'll get to, again, over 850, hopefully this, uh, you know, this month. We had, what do we have? 130 subscriptions in the month of September. That's outstanding. And, excuse me, if we can uh, match that, we'll be at about uh, 850, 860 and getting oh so close to that thousand mark for subscriptions. Uh, also, don't forget Apple and Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search Lockdown Sunbelt wherever you get your podcast, your audio podcast from. And again, we had a record day for downloads on Wednesday. Thank you so much uh, for that. All right. So continue to support it. Please let your friends and family know about it who do root for Sunbelt teams in your area or your alma mater or, or whatever the case may be. It is amazing on watch on social media and on YouTube and Twitter. Those are my two main social media uh, outlets along with Facebook. And you mentioned Sunbelt, and it is amazing on how many people uh, enjoy Sunbelt football. All right, let's wrap things up with the Georgia Southern quarterback, Davis Brin. What was he trying to work on coming into the season? Uh, how much of a football junkie is he? Will he be watching college football on his off week? And not only does he actually have two first names, he's got two last names. <laughs> you know, I'm always shady about guys with two last names or two first names, and he can go both ways. He is Davis Brin of the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, we're talking to Davis Brin, Georgia Southern quarterback on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, what did you think you needed to work on coming into the system and well, forget about the system. what do you think you needed to work on coming into the season uh, and how have you improved it? And what would you like to see continue to improve? Uh, yeah. You know, I think, you know, taking, taking care of the ball uh, is, is a big thing that I've right. you know been wanting to work on and, you know, had, had a day where um, didn't, didn't do so great with that, but um, you know, want to continue to, to focus on that uh, going throughout the season. Um, and, you know, you know, coming into the system, just getting chemistry with the receivers, um, you know, that was something we worked on a ton. And so once we got that chemistry, um, you know, we could we could kind of be on the same page uh, when we're out there on the field. What was it like? Let's talk about this last game against App State, because, I mean, it's one thing when the coach gets into it. It's another thing when the AD gets into it. And then it's another thing when the president of the university is doing social media posts to Pac Paulson. And that's exactly what they did, right? Over 26,000, almost 27,000 fans, sellout crowd. What was that like for you guys coming into that ballgame? Yeah, it was it was an unbelievable atmosphere. 
Um, you know, and it, and it means a lot to us to, to just know how much support that we have. Um, and you can, you know, feel that energy in the stadium. And, you know, there's there's big, big moments in, in big games where there's momentum swings and that energy just, you know, comes on top of that, really. And so I really, really appreciate um, all the fans coming out and having that energy. Were you concerned about being uh, too jacked up because you guys got off to a slow start and then, you know, the second quarter hit, you made some halftime adjustments as well. And the third quarter hit, you scored 38 of the, well, all of the 38 points in the second and third quarter. So were you guys a little bit too jacked up to begin the ball game? Uh, I don't know if that was it, you know, kind of, sometimes kind of, kind of try and find a, a rhythm. Um, you know, I think we only had one or two possessions in that, in that first quarter. Uh, so that's kind of how the, the cards fell. Uh, that day but you know we want to go out and, and score every time we touch the ball what has coach helton because this is just his second season what's he told you about the Sun Belt? because again i think there's been four power five wins so far this season marshall may get another one that'd be five uh and there are some really good coaches and there's some really good teams especially in the east what what did clay helton explain to you because he i mean talk about going from big to small he went from usc to georgia southern i don't i'm not sure you can have a bigger <laughs> bigger size shrinkage than that um what was it like uh what he's told you about the Sun Belt? yeah just that it's a really competitive conference um there's some definitely some good rivalries in the conference uh, but you know you know you got to be at the top of your game to go win every single week uh, all right so what i mean who do you guys got this week i don't even know no you're off you're off this week. what do you do yeah that's the only reason why i'm able to get this what uh what do you do during an off week how do you how, how do you do you chill? I mean, obviously, you probably still have practices, uh, mm-hmm. but it's probably not as many. You get the body right. It's a great time to have an off week, right? Right in the middle of the season. What does Davis Brin do uh, when 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 he's got an off week? Yeah, it's it's a it's a great opportunity for uh, us as a team, really, to get our bodies back, make sure everybody's healthy, um, so that we can go out and, and play the the next week. Um, you know, for for me, I get a head start a little bit on doing game plan stuff and going to watch film, so. I want to take advantage of, of that. Are you going to watch college football this weekend? Do you stay away Absolutely. from it? What, what What do you do? Are you a, a, are you a college, college football. football junkie? All right. I'll definitely be watching some college football for sure. All right. Where are you originally from? Texas. All right. Yeah, so I've you're watching that. Texas, Oklahoma, I presume. I will. I will be watching that. That's a <laughs> historic rivalry. So. Do you ever watch a game and say, hey, coach, can we do this? Uh, so there's there's some times where I see some some plays that I kind of put put in the back of my head and, and save for later, uh, for sure. How long does it take to implement a play on a you know you see a play on a Saturday, you know can it be ready for the next Saturday or does it take a couple of weeks to put that in and it may and you may have to wait for the you know for the right defense they may play the wrong defense for you to do that. Yeah, I mean that's about coming and bringing you know my thoughts to the offensive coordinator here, Coach Ellis, and having that. Um, conversation with him and maybe have that communicated out uh, to, to the rest of the offense. But, uh, you know, that goes a lot through him. All right, then let's talk about game night. We'll wrap things up with Davis Brin, uh, you, your experienced quarterback. And so when I presume Friday night, I don't know, I just heard that that's the way they do this here with the Cajuns, you know, Friday night, they're going over the plays, you know, the last, I wouldn't say last minute deal, but the last minute preparations, I guess, you know, this is what we worked on. This is what worked. I like this play. Maybe we hold that play off in case we need it for emergency. How how much input do you have on what plays are being called, or at least, you know, the, the overall game plan come Saturday? Yeah, I think um, you know, I get with the coaches uh, every week and kind of go over, 
hey, this is what I really, really like um, mm-hmm. in, in situations. So we do have those conversations. Um, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're calling the plays, but I can also, uh, like we talked about, have have a little bit of freedom to check some stuff as well. All right, I do need to ask this question. You you actually brought it up pre pre uh, before the interview. You you have. I'm always worried about guys with two last names. You have two last names and two first names. Is that a thing? Because it, it is a thing for me. Like I already, I always have to look up Jordan Travis's name because he's got two first names. I you know. <laughs> well, that's that's not something that I could really control. Uh, right, right. The name I was dealt, but I'm you know I, I like it. So two first names and, and two last names. Um, you know, you can think, think what you want about it, but I like it. Do people ever get them confused? Anyone ever call you Bryn? And well, that, happens all the time. that does oh, happen all the time. I get Bryn Davis, I get him out. Um, and then sometimes some David as well, pretty sure pretty close to, uh, to Davis. So just kind of happens. Well, he is Davis Bryn. Really appreciate his time. He's, uh, lighting up the scoreboard for Georgia Southern. They are four and one, uh, enjoying a nice off week and watch a little Texas and Oklahoma uh, this weekend. Really appreciate your time, Davis, hopping on Lockdown Sunbelt. Congratulations on the success and, uh, you know, best of luck moving forward. Sure thing. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.